Welcome to the Relationship as Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Lee. Outdoor adventure enthusiast, dog mom to Luna, world traveler, longtime meditator, espresso lover, and a trained somatic psychotherapist, trauma specialist, and certified coach. Talking about trauma doesn't have to be so daunting. From a connected place, we can navigate anything together. Looking forward to exploring with you today. Here we go. I have a really special episode for you today and next week. It is a little bit out of the ordinary. I hadn't planned ahead of time that this was going to happen, but I've been in the process of rebranding my site, which will be something that you can see here in a month or two. And I hired an incredible copywriter who I just adore to help me with my sales pages and, you know, all the ways I talk about my work. You know, I've had my work going for about 15 years and sometimes it's so close. It's hard to get a new, fresh perspective on it. And it's really nice to hire a copywriter to help um, create new thoughts and ideas around how we share about our work uh, so that people can really get it and feel connected. So, and I really want to represent my work super well and in alignment with my values and how I see it. And sometimes I feel like I don't talk about it in the ways that um, perfectly line up because I am so close to it. So I had this incredible session with Jacqueline Palmier, who is a copywriter who I adore. And we just had a great conversation. And as we were talking, I was thinking, wouldn't this be nice to just share from such an authentic, genuine place behind the scenes of how I talk about my work, how I think about my work. And I'm thinking it will help you all either in getting to know my work better or getting to know your work and your processes better. Um, There's so much information education around what trauma-informed care really is to me and why I would like to talk about it the way I do. There's a lot of education in here around nervous systems and how we build trustworthy relationships with others. I felt a little self-conscious as I was editing it because I realized when I'm in a casual setting <laughs> how often I say the word like or um, I don't know. It was just, it felt a little extra vulnerable because it wasn't uh, pre-planned. And I'm excited to share that with you because I think that's really important for those of us in, when we're asking our students and clients and anyone we work with to be vulnerable, that we have to be willing to do that as well. And so this week's episode is primarily for the coaches, therapists, and facilitators of the world. Next week's episode is primarily for healthcare professionals. However, both episodes I see as being really beneficial for everyone. So I hope you have a chance to listen to both and to share it with anyone you know that might feel supported by these ideas and this work. What's your definition of trauma? Anything that overwhelms us and our bodies, hearts, minds, nervous systems to not being able to like be present, uh, 
anything that is such a threat that we might fear death or loss of connection, loss of belonging, loss of love, loss of safety. Or so we're all facing, we all have trauma. Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> so every, basically every coach and healthcare provider is, needs to be trauma-informed. It's not like a specialty of, which I hear a lot of, which is really interesting now. Like you hear a lot of coaches be like, oh, I'm, I work well with trauma, I work well with, but it kind of feels like, like maybe all the coaches should be, instead of like that being a specialty or a value add, like that should kind of be. Oh, for sure. Where does like the care, where does that disconnect happen between really deeply caring and also not knowing I think a lot of people have this story as coaches that they need to be direct. They need to give people the insights. They need to um, push people into growth and healing. And I'm like, no, the more present you are with them and the more that you just love them as they are, they're going to grow and heal in the ways they're supposed to, not the way you think they're supposed to. And in trauma-informed care, we don't tiptoe because tiptoeing actually the client feels you afraid of them. (laughs) So, and that reinforces them feeling like they're too much or they can't get the care they need or they're not approachable. So it's not like we have to be not ourselves or be too fluffy or too gentle if we're really direct people. But um, we also can be kind and like loving with people. I love that you just said, you know, we don't, we're told not to tiptoe into me. I think that that someone that's not in that world would actually be really surprised by that. I think for some reason when I think trauma, I also think like the way you would think of like a spa or something, right? Like very gentle, very soft. And you're kind of like saying, no, it's that's not what's actually going down. No, like you need contracts, boundaries, agreements. Like if your person with trauma is changing your schedule all the time, you set a boundary, you know, like yeah, yeah. To know that you're strong enough to hold their chaos. Wow. I love that. For when you said that it's some of their own trauma that's actually being projected out for most of your clients, are they aware that they have their own trauma that's taking, playing a role in this? Or are they like, oh, just teach me how to fix them. Just teach me how to help that person out. Yeah, it's more like that. Okay. Okay. A lot of people will come and be like, how do I be a coach when I've got shit going on all the time and I can't even manage my own regulation? But more people, honestly, I think those are the people that find me most. They're like aware that they want to do such a good job because they're overwhelmed. So they don't want to overwhelm others. But the people that need to find me are the ones that think other people need to be fixed. Because it's really not about fixing other people. It's about being balanced and regulated in our own system. And then other people feel safe with us. So at what point in the conversation, or do you even ever be like, you got your own trauma to freaking deal with? Like, when does that actually come up? Or when do you feel that they're in a safe enough position to actually look at that? That is number one. When anyone comes to work with me, it's the first thing we address. Um, It's always like we all have experienced trauma, no matter how you're you're carrying it or if you feel overwhelmed by it or not. Uh, Our nervous systems impact our clients' nervous systems. So we start with working with our own. Yeah, yeah. 
And I suppose, I mean, that probably brings up a lot of feelings of, I, I would imagine for someone that it's their job to kind of help guide people through their trauma, their mindset blocks or whatever it is they're facing, that that would come with its own level of like imposter syndrome, right? Like I'm teaching these things, but I'm experiencing these things. Um, do you find a lot of difficulty getting them to actually admit it and acknowledge it? No, because the way that that happens is someone either finds me as a client and they're like, I know I have trauma. I'm having a hell of a time running my business. This is, this needs, Mm -hmm. I need extra, a business coach that knows how to hold me with all the emotions that come with being a business owner (laughs) or people come into my groups and right away they're surrounded by other people who are being so vulnerable and just honest. I don't know what it is about how I do that, but immediately people are just sharing left and right. And then everyone else feels free to do that too. Yeah. Why a business coach that specializes in trauma might not just go to a trauma coach or someone that just sees themselves focused on that. What's different, like why somebody wouldn't just go see a trauma coach or a trauma therapist is that Man, I've been running a business since I was 17 years old between a professional organizing business, a professional photographer, and for the last 15 plus years, meditation, coaching, and therapy. And I've taken every business course there is out there. You know, we should be all, we should all be millionaires, be school, pussy based school. And I've failed so many times. And a lot of it was because I wasn't getting the support I needed for my nervous system. I would get so overwhelmed every time I'd expand because it felt like something, there was a threat. I wasn't used to that kind of excess. I wasn't used to that kind of visibility. I wasn't used to not resenting my business. And so I had to work really, really delicately with my sophisticated complex trauma system to be, to feel safe enough to, to expand because Mm. I was like, just hide, be small, get invisible to survive. And most coaches and therapists can't do both. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that maybe in their minds, it's more justifiable or easier on their personal narrative to say, Oh, I'm going to a business coach. Then I'm going to a therapist. Yeah, probably. Cause then it's not like, Oh, I need to go to therapy. It's like, Oh, it's business coaching. Right. Like it's, yeah. yeah. This is for the business. I don't need it for the business. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking a lot lately too. This is vulnerable running a business, especially supporting others. This is highly emotional. There's so much feeling involved in putting ourselves out there, especially being, you know, most of my clients are female identified mm-hmm. in a patriarchal culture. To me, 80% of running my business is managing my emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't hear most business coaches talking about that. Do you think that for them there's, and because there's no, there's not a lot of business coaches talking about that. I know that we're finally in a place where we're like moving out of hustle culture, thank God. But I think, and even as for me as a business owner, I sit back and think, oh my God, like my parents generation the generation before that they were able to run businesses and do all this without (laughs) working about their mindset or their emotional growth or all that right there's something that makes you feel like are we just not strong enough to do it all of a sudden all right there's like some certain level of shame to it that says you should just Mm. just do this 
There is. I mean, but like my grandfather was a multi multi-millionaire and had a heart attack at 60. It's funny that you say that because I, I look at my dad who's had a very successful career, but I also look at him like, how the hell did you do all this without the tools that we have now to take care of ourselves, to be aware, to notice what's going on in our minds. Like, how the hell did you do this for this long without like, without having a heart attack, right? Like, yeah, I feel like all of my work is about being able to have humanity. Yeah. Like, so we're not running our business from that old patriarchal hustle paradigm where, like, I take a week off every month, you know? Like, people are shocked to hear that. Um with trauma-informed care, I'm not going to just spew a bunch of stuff of like, what do you need to say to make this person trust you? It's like, yeah. how do you be, how do you let yourself be human and be touched by your clients' traumas? And, you know, it's like, how do we be in the work world and be human and make shit tons of money and not hurt people? Considering now that it's from what you're hearing, it sounds like this is something that we're really just starting to take into consideration at the level that we can how how far are we from the level that we should be taking this right now? So far. <laughs> I mean, because because like I see the coaching industry doing this. Everyone and their mom thinks they can be a coach all of a sudden. Um, and then what's happening with that is it's just getting watered down and watered down, watered down. People don't have any skill, including trauma-informed skill. And the coaching industry is going to collapse too if people aren't actually getting proper care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, the people that want to move slow, there's like so many coaches that are going to give you the quick fix, the big transformation, all the magic right now, here, today. But that's like not sustainable, in my opinion, especially for folks with trauma. Yeah. It's kind of like stealing people's money. Yeah. It's fun. It moves a lot of energy. It's kind of like a great orgasm, but um, I'm like the slow build. I'm a Taurus, like foundation. We got to give the nervous system time to adjust to the bigger changes and that kind of stuff. So those are the people that find me. I wrote down marathon when I went to see my doctor, when I got home from living in Asia, she was like, this isn't looking good. <laughs> She's like, this is going to be a marathon with yeah. me and not a sprint. Are you down for that? And I felt so much relief in my body to hear a doctor ha- be like, I'm with you for the long haul. This isn't a quick fix. Something in my system was like, oh my God, thank God. I'm not going to have to work so hard to impress her and perform for her and get this shit done in three months. And and I know in my heart of hearts that what I'm dealing with is hard and delicate and it's not quick. It's not going to be a quick fix. And her recognizing me in that, I was like, I'm down. Like I saw her every six weeks for two years because of that original statement. I was like, I trust that she is also in this with me for the long haul. She's not going to bail on me if I'm not doing this quickly enough. And I think a lot of people need to hear that from me. Like, yeah, sure. I have a five month package, but usually people end up signing up for that package three to five times (laughs) because it feels good to have that person who you trust in your court not wavering, not needing you to move faster than your system wants to go. Yeah. We're in this together for as long as it takes. And I can't say how long it's going to take your business to blow up. I don't care 
how skilled you are or what. There's so many factors. Yeah. I kind of think it's like a little, it's unique. When you're looking at business coaching, it is. And it's very, um, I mean, even when I think about things in terms of like health and wellness or nutrition coaching or weight loss, you're absolutely right. I would feel more relieved too if someone's like, okay, we're going to take a year to do this. Not like let's kick ass and do this in a matter of a few months. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's definitely a level of nurturing and, and good feeling to that. Yeah. I'm not interested in people pushing themselves, feeling like they need to perform for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. In this common form process, right. Where maybe some people are coming in of like, Shelby's going to make me show up like this, or she's going to make me start talking like this. I think people are afraid they're going to have me erase their personality. Yes. And yeah. that's the more, this is something I learned in, I, I spent years as a Buddhist practitioner. I still, I'm still Buddhist, but I haven't been sitting much lately. And I was like, oh man, so when I have no ego, I'm just going to be boring as fuck. That's what my exact response to Buddhists do. It's like disconnect from all the material things. I'm like, but then what? Yeah. But when you're really deep in Buddhism, it's actually embracing the full spectrum of the human, of humanness. And so that means you get to be rageful. You get to be deeply joyful. You get to be orgasmic, you know, like it's just, you have enough capacity and space for it all. And it doesn't take you off center. You're not like in the future grasping. You're not in the past pushing things away. You're like here enjoying it all. Um, and so like the more I sat, the more I was like, oh yeah, I'm not this like peaceful, sweet, loving Buddha. Like I'm fucking pissed. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And that's how trauma informed care gets to be too. It's like the more we feel safe and the more we can be present, and the more we can let ourselves out as a practitioner, and that's how we get our clients. I love this redefinition of trauma-informed. It does seem like there's a level of, like I said, yes, permission given, but re-educated. Thank you so much for listening. Before you go, if you love the conversation today, make sure you're subscribed or following and leave a five-star review so we can get the word out to anyone that this might be supportive or inspiring too. Also, if you're a facilitator, coach, healer, or therapist, Creating Safer Space is open for enrollment. Go check it out at www.creatingsaferspace.com. Bringing accessible online trauma awareness and trauma-informed trainings bring me so much joy. Looking forward to connecting with you over there as you join me in this worldwide revolution supporting the folks who need it most.